0: (laughs) Oh, welcome back to Busy Making Other Plans, everyone. I am your host, Ashley, and I was just laughing because I am so creepy, and I'm not saying this to make you feel uncomfortable. It's just, you know how some girls just get so far down another person's Instagram that you just, you begin to learn everything about them. Okay. Yeah. So basically I was creeping this girl. Shit. Okay. Now you guys know it's a, it's a work day anyways. So I was creeping this girl and, um, the reason I was is because she was just like someone who was close to another person who I was intrigued by. And maybe it's just my knowledge of Toronto. Maybe, I'm just the FBI but based on her photos and the buildings in the background and the angle of certain shots I could tell exactly which building she lived in like how wild is that that I could tell you the intersection and the actual building she lived in not that I'm gonna do anything with that information like it does nothing for me it doesn't serve me but I just thought it was really funny how I was able to identify all of that from her Instagram posts. And so it got me thinking, okay, if I was actually a creepy person, if I was a stalker, like if I actually did have bad intentions, that is so dangerous. And now I'm starting to think about what I post and my background of my shots and, and things like that. And it, it makes it you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about that TV show You, you know, with the Dan Humphreys guy. Yeah. And how easy it was for him to learn all of these different things about her. It really is that easy. And so part of me is like laughing because I'm like, oh my God, how was I able to figure out all that information? But another part of me was like, okay, like this girl actually has to be careful because if she did have like a stalker or someone who was super infatuated with her and you know, was mentally unstable, then this could be a really bad thing. So my message to everyone is just pay attention to what you post, look at what's in the background, are there like defining features in the skyline, things like that that could give away where you live because we don't want stalkers um well you know what like it would be kind of cool to have someone who is just so intrigued by your life and just found you to be like the most stunning beautiful amazing smartest person in the world that would be kind of sick and like maybe I would have a conversation with that person and just be like yeah tell, tell me more about myself what do you love about me um you know Toot my own horn, uh, and and maybe we could have a conversation. I know Robert Pattinson had did that with one of his stalkers, and then that person ended up going home and like never stalked him again. So I don't know. Maybe after that conversation, he'd realize I'm not all that. Uh, and, and but also maybe it would be great for my self esteem just to know that someone loved me that much. I don't know. I can see it going both ways. Anyways. As you know, it was Father's Day this weekend, so I went back home. Actually, I was already home um, since Wednesday because my dad had a surgery, so I was just, like, you know, taking care of him. He didn't really need taking care of, but, like, I was there for emotional support or or anything he really needed. And, you know, being home, naturally, you would think I would go to my mother's house, but her and I are in a We're having a little bit of a fight right now, so I didn't get the chance to see her. I didn't really want to. I just felt like we needed some space still, but I had called my brother one morning because I needed to go see my eyebrow lady, and it was, like, really early in the morning, and I'm like, okay, there's no car. I have no car right now, so I asked my brother, come pick me up. Um, He came right away. I wasn't prepared. I still had to brush my teeth and stuff, so I brought, like, everything with me. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll just brush my teeth uh, at my mom's house. And I had thought that my mother was working that day. So, you know, that's why I was so comfortable thinking I was going to go into the house. And then I had seen her car there. And I'm like, wait, like, is she home? And my brother was like, yeah. And I'm like, ah, shit. Okay. So I had to backpedal and was like, okay, well, I can't brush my teeth in the house. I don't want her to know I'm here. I don't want to have a conversation with her. I don't want to see her. Like, you know, I still needed the space. So I drove off and I pulled over on the side of the road and I brushed my teeth in the car with a water bottle. I don't know whose water bottle it was. Could have been my brother's, could have been my, mom, my dad's. Um, it was like almost finished. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even care about germs right now. Like I just, I need to brush my teeth before I see my eyebrow lady because she's gonna be close. I know I'm wearing a mask, but still I'm just, you know, trying to be a little more cautious and, and considerate of her. So I was like brushing my teeth in the car, spitting out the window, and I was just like, wow, like this, these are the lengths I'm going through just to avoid seeing my mother. (laughs) Which sounds so terrible, and maybe I should like consider like making up with her, but what can you do when you have two strong personalities? Like you need space, you need time to cool off, it just wasn't the time for... Making amends. uh, And so there I was just brushing my teeth on the side of the road using uh, someone's old water bottle. So, definitely a low point uh, of my weekend. So, for a gift for my dad, my brother and I decided to go to Nordstrom Rack. And I fucking love Nordstrom Rack. Like, I used to go there on my lunch breaks when I would be in the office. Uh, and and just buy earrings or clothing shoes whatever Uh, my brother just discovered it this past week he learned about it from some tiktok and he was like did you hear about this store and i'm like yes like doesn't everyone know nordstrom rack it's like it's the upscale department store but like whatever they don't sell at nordstrom goes to the rack and for that reason i love it because it's at a discount anyways so we were like let's just go get daddy's gift there and We did that, Um, so my brother picked me up after boxing, we went there, paid for parking, thought we were only going to be there for, like, an hour, an hour and a half, but then there was a line, and we stood in line for about two hours, like, I kid you not, it was that slow, and I had to go back and, and top up my parking. Like, I ended up paying $30 for parking, and it was supposed to be a quick in and out, um so I was really annoyed by that. I know just like parking in Toronto is just always expensive, but I was just really annoyed because I'm like, look, like I'm literally going to a store I did not anticipate I didn't anticipate a line. I just didn't anticipate waiting in line for 2 hours. So that was what was annoying. Um but we eventually got in and, you know, purchased some shirts, shorts, shoes uh for my dad things he wouldn't buy himself. Uh, but it was just so fucking annoying. I don't know why anyone drives in Toronto. I, so I have friends who literally are like so against public transit. They just think it's like the grossest thing. I don't know. I don't think it's that gross. Um, like if you don't like sitting on the chairs, fine, stand up. But I don't find it that gross. Maybe during a pandemic I can understand, but like I have very high maintenance friends who just, you know, any year are not public transit people. And I just, I think it's a very pretentious thing to say, like, you don't like cheap um, transportation shared with other people, like, sorry that we're all peasants, Um, but yeah, I just, driving is just insane, like, it's too much traffic, it's expensive, so hard to find parking, Um, I don't have a car downtown, and my brother asked me, like, would you buy a car um, at some point, and I was like, no, like, you know, one, like, I'd have to make sure my unit comes with a parking spot, but two, it just doesn't make sense for me. I'd be spending so much money having to like park and pay some um park and pay cuz like what am I going to do when I get to where I'm supposed to be? Anyways, um Nordstrom Rack. Okay, if you dis Nordstrom uh, uh, if you <laughs> I'm not going to edit that out. If you dis Nordstrom Rack Fuck you, okay? Nordstrom Rack is the shit, okay? Where else can you buy Ray-Ban sunglasses for half the price? You can't. You can only do it there. Maybe if you're lucky winners, but it's guaranteed at the rack. (laughs) And if you've seen their online store, you would know that they also sell, like, those upscale luxury brands at a low price too, okay? You could find some Yves Saint Laurent heels at, like, at least, like, a discount of 15%, okay? So if, if you're that person, then I don't know why you wouldn't look at the rack first. I fucking love it. I always get all of my earrings from there. That's all I'm gonna say about Nordstrom Rack. We just, we love a good deal. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Now this topic is inspired by my own personal experiences as well as what my friends are just talking to me about right now, and that is breadcrumbing. So if you don't know what breadcrumbing is, it's basically leading a person on. It's like kind of saying that you want to be with someone or you want to hang out. Romantically, but like not really committing to any plans or anything um, concrete. And so, like a really good example of this is like someone who always texts you and says like they want to hang out or see you, but then never actually like takes the initiative to make the plan. Or even someone who says like let's hang out, and then there is a plan, but then like we'll cancel on you, um, with like no indication of of a future plan. And I feel like this happens so much in our dating culture. And I feel like it has a lot to do with people not wanting to commit to anything. Um, But also, it's just a way for people to get a self-esteem boost, you know? If they send a text to someone they know is interested in them or entertain someone, um, then they get a confidence boost. And so, you know, it's a good way to get validation from others. Which sucks if you're the party who's actually interested, and they're leading you on. Um, and I know that's like something that's just happened with me, with my friends, um, people who you're actually kind of interested in. And then you know they say let's let's go out, let's make let's do this, and then all of a sudden the plans just fall through, and you're feeling really bad about yourself. You're like, okay, like were they not interested? Um, what what do I do now? Do I reschedule since he's not making the plan? And I'm saying he because this is based on, like, mine and my friends' experiences. I, I do truly believe guys do this more than girls. But, you know, it's not like I have anything to back that up. I'm just telling you what I think. Um, and often this happens for... Another for other reasons too, like, you know, maybe they're actually just like really narcissist, uh, really narcissistic. And so they just don't feel guilty about manipulating other people or playing with people's emotions. Um, and they do really feel like they're all that and they can do whatever because they're at this like higher superiority. Um, I'm not saying that's always the case, but I think like everyone's kind of been in that situation where someone has breadcrumbed you and you feel like it's something that you said or something that you did um and you're maybe unsure if they actually like you but like you are interested in them and want to pursue that but like it's really difficult when they're not giving you a lot back you know like for instance like i had someone who um asked to hang out and then we made plans i followed up like the day before like hey is this still happening um and then you know he canceled and then said like you know we'll reschedule and just never rescheduled but then later on was like you know what like um we should do something but never made like a solid plan about it, you know, like it doesn't it's so annoying because you're like, OK, like, can you at least like give me like an action step? Like what, what's <laughs> that's such that's the business student to me. Like, what's the what are next steps? Um, <laughs> but you know what? Like, I think in those situations, like people want to call out the breadcrumber. They feel like they want to teach the person a lesson and, and tell them like, hey, like you can't be doing this or like, honestly, my time is valuable. People feel the need to call out someone, especially when it's been repeatedly done. And my advice is to not do that. So like if someone's doing that, you should really just like let the conversation fizzle out and. Um, maybe they'll end up ghosting you. Maybe you have to be the one to ghost them. But I really don't think that like sending them a really long text message, telling them how you feel, how you feel disrespected, um, how this is not okay, and how you shouldn't be treating people like this. Like, I don't think that's going to do anything. Like you're not going to teach them a lesson. They're not going to, for now on, stop breadcrumbing because they remember that one instance where you told them it was not okay to play with your emotions. Like it's, you're not going to be the person that they changed the way they are for and that's just the reality of it so just don't embarrass yourself by doing that don't feel like that is like the closure you need just move on from it because it's just it's really I wouldn't I don't want to say it's embarrassing but it's just like a waste of energy like you don't need to do that and like I think it looks better on you if you move forward and stop talking to him because he would he or she would see that you're doing so much better um, without their presence. So, like, just be the bigger person. I know it's so hard and, you know, there's feelings involved, so you really want to tell them how you're feeling. But some people don't need to hear how you're feeling and some people won't care that you just vented about that situation. So just don't waste energy on people who don't think you mean much to them. Like, in these situations, from, like, a female perspective, naturally, I'm thinking this person's a fuckboy. First of all, I don't like the word fuckboy. It just, uh, I don't know. It's, like, a really cringy word. I don't like using it. But, like, you automatically think of like, someone's doing this, they're playing with your emotions. Like, oh, this person's a fuckboy. And it, it sucks. And it's so annoying because I feel like if that was the case, like, there are so many fuckboys Um And it's because people don't want to commit. You know what I mean? What's the thing they say? You can't, why buy a cow when you can drink the milk? Something like that. It's just sex is so easily accessible these days. Um, Girls are willing to, not just girls, there's men too, but girls, you do this a lot, um, are willing to accept behavior that is less than what you're worth or what you should accept. And so they keep doing this because, like, you're not giving them a reason not to, you know? It's not like there's any consequence to this, right? Worst case, like, you guys stop talking and he's on to the next one. Best case, um, you keep entertaining him and, like, giving him the satisfaction of knowing that you're into him. Um, So for the male, like, there's no downside. But, like, for the girl, like, these are your emotions. These are... These are feelings, these are ideas you're having in your head and it's just so hard to wash them away. And so like in these situations, like if you realize you're getting breadcrumbed, ghost the person right away. It's just not worth it. You're not gonna be the person that they suddenly decide is worth being in a relationship with. If it happens, like it's very few. You would be the exception, not the rule. I try to remind myself of that all the time. Like if something were to go the way in my head I want it to go, It would be the exception, not the rule. And I don't really like those odds, so I'm not going to play that game. You feel me? Okay, so let's say you're in the situation where you think someone's breadcrumbing you, but you want to figure out if they really are and where they stand with this and where they see the future going. Just message them and say like, hey, stranger, let's go out this weekend. And the reason I'm saying stranger is because chances are they've been going in and out of your life. Um, So just message them that and see what they say. If they say like, oh, they're really busy, maybe next weekend, um, I think you have like a pretty solid indication they're coming you because they didn't, again, they did it. They didn't even make another date to hang out instead. If they say, you know, yeah, sure, like what day? And then you guys start making that plan, then follow through with that plan and see how it goes. But I'm going to bet that you're going to make that plan. And it's going to be the day before or the day of. And they're going to cancel. They're going to be like, hey, you know what? Something came up or I have to help with this, blah, blah, blah. Um, And there's your answer. Then you know where the person stands. Like this person is not looking for anything serious. Um, Even hanging out is too much of a commitment. They are just manipulating you, playing with your emotions. And from that point on, like you just say like, okay, sure. Take care. Like, all right, um, have fun doing whatever you're doing and then just ghost them. Don't talk to them again. Like there's just no reason to continue that conversation because this person had no intention of meeting up or pursuing anything long-term with you. So why are you wasting your time, right? That's time taking away, being taken away from you that you could be spending with someone who actually appreciates you or someone who does see a future with you, um, or make you happy. You know what I mean? So don't when, if you realize you're in a breadcrumbing situation, just take yourself out. Don't call people out. I just I'm telling you, do not call the person out. You're not going to be the one that teaches them a lesson. You're not going to be the one that changes their habits. Please, even if you feel tempted because you want to get it off your chest, like it's not going to happen, so don't do it. Worst case, you embarrass yourself. Best case, they say like, okay, I'm sorry, and then you guys stop talking. So like what, what like the like at the end of the day, the result is you guys like stop talking. He's not going to change his ways, so don't do it. The only time I would think breadcrumbing is okay is if you guys are in this, I wouldn't say friends with benefits, but like this hookup relationship where you both just hang out for the purposes of having sex. Um, And so sometimes you both cancel on each other um, because like there was already that understanding that this is not serious. But even then, like they should value your time. Like you are giving them something and so they should be respectful of certain aspects of this relationship because it's it is a form of a relationship like it's not anything like romantic but it's a relationship everything we have in our lives is like some sort of relationship anyways so that would be like the only case where it's like okay if someone's breadcrumbing you like you could do you can do it back to them and there's no hard feelings but i feel like there's just like a boundary where you have to like be a, be mindful of other people's time and not do it so often um because then that's just not cool then you're just like a shitty person and honestly it's very telling of who you are too like I'm going to start judging every aspect of your life if you do this um so that's like the only time where I'd say like maybe breadcrumbing isn't like so terrible but I don't know, everyone's situation's a little different. Like I have a friend who's whose guy like does this to her and like they they have like a hookup type of relationship, so she'll like do it back to him, but still, like it's not cool. I know that it doesn't um benefit her in any way when he cancels and it like bothers her because like there was plans made, um, which is a shitty situation. So in that case, I would just kind of say something woody back and be like, you know what, like just next time give me like a heads up. You know, that that's all you gotta say. Next time give me a heads up or um you know like let's make plans next time when you know you have nothing else going on something like that which is like not crossing the line of being too involved but like still telling the other person to like be aware that like my time is precious so yeah like i hope that helps and if you're in this situation you know what to do um yeah like i said like i'm like in this situation with like a few people and it's not it's not cool it's not great but I think understanding how to get out of it is really important um, because you need to be around people who value you, and I think I think if you're like around people who treat your time like it's not important or see you as like an option like that can definitely impact your mental health it can it impacts like your self-esteem and like how you like how how well you value yourself and like you never want to feel inferior or like that you're not valuable like be with people who lift you up be with people who see your values so like just get yourself out of that environment because when you're around it too much like that becomes like how you view yourself so that's like what i'm gonna say about breadcrumbing. In other news, um, my good friend Lucas Grenning just started his own podcast. It's called Project Zillennial and uh, we recorded his first episode together. And so it's now out on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, Apple Podcasts, and um, we just talk about you know how I started my podcast and like my journey and like whatever conversation topics come up Um, you know we went to school together so it's a really rich conversation and he's just so so good at interviewing people Um, so you should head over to Project Zillenial Um, check it out you get to get a bonus episode of me and then you know maybe you'll really like his podcast and you can just subscribe to it so you're always aware of when new episodes come out so um that was a shameless plug thank you so much for listening to another week of busy making other plans um i appreciate this i cannot wait to record my next episode i told you tuesdays guys um this is a Tuesday. It's not midnight, but it came out. Be proud, okay? Your girl's got a full-time job and a social life. Okay, we're just we're trying to juggle it all here. Um, so thank you, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye bye.